We've heard it all before, haven't we? Gary North. Which is the enemy of science, progress, and reason. You know, if, if you go on a podcast that's dedicated to trashing me Ninnies. and Tom Woods and all of the people who have fucking gotten, like, thrown their support behind you, Ninnies. that's not the time to go there and throw Gary North under the bus. Think about it. You're pooping at home every day. No penis. Why not treat yourself with a little respect? Small penis. Your balls will thank you. No functional penis. The Figuratarians Podcast. Episode 14. Prepare to set fire to the index card of paleo podcasters. Your daily dose of liberty education starts here. The Fakertarians Podcast. Folks, if you're like me, one of the most demoralizing things is when someone utters the truth. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 30 of the Fakertarians Podcast. I'm your host, John Hudak, along with, okay, who do we have here today? So there's Archie Flower, who is definitely not Bob Rodas. We have Chris. Uh, we have one of my sock accounts, and we have Caitlin Cloven. So uh, today joining us is LNC Secretary Candidate Tyler Smith. Tyler, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are all you all? Great. Um, I was like I was telling everyone backstage before. I'm like, I was stuck in traffic for a while, so this is starting way late, and I'm totally unprepared. But we're gonna do our best. So starting off, uh, Tyler, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, like how you got into libertarianism? Um, yeah, uh, so my journey with libertarianism probably get, began when I was, yeah, I'm from Appalachia, I was born in West Virginia, a uh, lot of uh, anti-government sentiment, anti-sheriff uh, sentiment, everything like that. Um, I enlisted in the United States military to kind of get away uh, to, uh, you know, it was a little bit of reaction to 9-11, uh, everything like that, that had stuck with me watching that so young and Eventually, I started to learn more and more as I continued my tenure within the military. I deployed to Afghanistan, and uh, I've been to Kuwait, Qatar, everything uh, in, ter in terms of uh, Operation Enduring Freedom, which was our retaliation for 9-11. And um, we, uh, a, lot of, a lot of things happened. I eventually just discovered that this imperialist nonsense that I was fighting for uh, was actually starting to hurt me, not only mentally, but, you know, at the core of my soul in terms of morality. And uh, eventually uh, I happened to see, and a, a lot of people find this very controversial, but I honestly want to take a minute and be like, thank James Weeks for what he did, because had he not done what he did, the five veterans that I was sitting there getting drunk with when we saw him dancing naked on a stage, <laughs> Would have never gotten us into the party proper a few years later but anyway uh i started uh, going to uh different libertarian events everything like that before i became a big else as it were and um i picked up a book uh at indianapolis pride i want to say this is probably 2014 2015 something like that um and Eventually, that same year, I finally decided to take the plunge, donate $25, and get my card with the uh, Libertarian Party. Uh, and so, short, long story short, too lazy, didn't read. Uh, it was the, uh, the military that drove me to the Libertarian Party and libertarianism. And I stuck around because of great people like Caitlin and Aaron Metters and Kim Ruff, uh, so just there was a lot of people that kept me sticking around and even in some of our darkest hours right now another reason that i'm still going to be stuck sticking around so. great so you're running for secretary in 2022 what inspired you to do that uh to be quite honest uh the same people that i've mentioned along with a plethora of others from all different uh backgrounds and walks um there were <laughs> There's been some discrepancy as far as like support for our activists, supports for our affiliates. Um, getting things done that need done administratively, considering we are trying to hold, have a, I hate using this word because some people, somebody's going to take it as like me being one of those, oh, we have to be serious people. If anybody knows me, I'm not that. But we need a legitimate structure to back up people that are doing this work. And we need to get them uh, the support they need, because let's face it, without uh, the lower echelons of this hierarchy that we have to maintain as a political organization, our 
being abandoned, left alone. And I got inspired to do that from an administrative level by taking uh, uh, a, another risk and running for secretary against uh, Karen Ann Harlos in order to modernize, uh, create accessibility and um, all, all around transparency for these activists and the membership as a whole. Nice. So obviously there's some controversy in the Libertarian National Committee right now. Um, so if if you have some critic, if let's say you get elected and you have some critics, Will you be calling them fucking ableist fucker motherfucker sexist? If they are ableist fucker motherfucker sexist, yes, if they are. That's that's fair. Um, <laughs> and only in private by through their VMs, but that's because I like to be direct with my sass. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Right, I can handle my own battle. I got it. Like, but no, uh, that being said, that yeah, there's some. There've been some uh, issues with uh, a lot of people just throwing vitriol and mud around. And if uh, <laughs> if I can respond this way, I I get frustrated and I bitch a lot. Caitlin is probably one of the people that have heard this more often than anybody else in the room. But uh, yeah, I get mad and I bitch a lot and everything. And there is, uh, there is a lot of uh, issues now with people finally burn out. We're coming out of a pandemic. People are frustrated. They've got cabin fever. And generally, there are some that are just plain out assholes. Um, so I will be ready to defend myself if need be. Absolutely. Um, that being said, uh, not everything needs to be defended. Some things you don't need to address. And I'm hoping that I can uh, practice what I preach as the years march on. And should I be elected, I will most definitely be working to maintain that. So I know you kind of touched on it, but do you have anything else you'd like to add about kind of like your platform for LNC secretary? Uh, yeah, so um, we're already working pretty hard on it. Uh, Caitlin has been instrumental in it as well as uh, your SOC account. Um, we've, we've been building uh, teams and uh, research development in terms of modernizing and creating this accessibility that are the two biggest ones um, that come with the modernization aspect in that we're trying to build a network that is accessible for people who may be disabled, maybe, uh, you know, financially incapable, because as it stands right now, and I, again, I touched on that too, it's, it's really hard for people who do this because they actually give a shit where this movement's going. And you can't do it with two dollars in your bank account by and then you know utilizing that next paycheck to buy a twelve hundred dollar ticket for oh I don't know a birthday bash. Um, so to me, it seems like yes, I'm proud of this party. I want it, and I'm proud of this movement. And I want them to be able to celebrate, you know, our milestones and what we do correctly and what we do actually that benefits uh, gaining some traction in the political hellscape. But at the same time, we cannot abandon the people that built it. So that's fair. So I'll let someone else chime in with questions too before I keep going. Well, I, I would. Uh, can I jump okay. in? Let's go, Caitlin first. Yes. Yeah, okay. First. Yeah, I'm just gonna add on to that. Um, we work our activists to the bone, and that we shame them for not working more. Like. I think anyone who's worked in the party officially in any capacity knows like the first meeting you go to, you're handed 17 jobs. And then when you say you can't do them or you don't have the resources to do them, then you're kind of shamed or treated like shit. Basically the party treats its activists like shit. We want to end that. We want to give activists the resources they need to do their jobs and to do them better because we have a lot of untrained people trying to do whatever they can, and that's awesome. But we have a lot of institutional knowledge that isn't being shared, and it's not in a central place where people can access it. So we're going to be creating a repository of information for activists, campaigns, candidates, affiliates, anyone who gets wants to get involved in any way whatsoever. They're gonna have the resources to not only learn how to do the job they wanna do, uh, but to have the tools they need to do it. So that kind of falls under the secretary role, or it can. Like, there's a very big possibility that it can fall under that role, so we want to make it. So that's what we're going to be um, building over the next year. And um, that's a that's a big part of it, like just treating our activists like 
we care about them because it's very hard to do the job and because we pour our extra money and our time into this party and then for these events to be held that we can't even attend because we just poured all of our money into the party and they're holding a part like a big you know, like the 50th birthday bash in Colorado they're holding this big ass party celebrating what all these people have done to build the party up to where it is and we can't go the people who built the party so it's kind of a stupid thing but yeah that's what we're doing we're celebrating activists we're we're for the working class of the party i guess yeah and just because uh you know i i realize now that i kind of gave like the flowery speech but getting down to the bare bones of the position <laughs> itself and its administrative uh purview i do honestly believe that it is uh well within uh what i'm running for and it falls under a line of duty because these activists, as they gain traction and they get our candidates elected and they build membership in this party, we're going to need something that has a uh, structure that has its, or we need something that has structural integrity. And we need something that can actually, you know, be there for our activists and our, uh, and our candidates and everything that doesn't uh, <laughs> cause, what was, I saw somebody say something about boomer tech issues. And that is one of the bigger things I want to change in terms of getting information out to these activists, everything like that, because secretary can be recording, corresponding, everything for the LNC. All of it is under that one title. And I'm hoping that with this platform of getting modernization into happening, getting us off of certain platforms that we hold LNC meetings or public forums or something like that, we need to move it to something like uh, where we can get, you know, that I mentioned disabled members, we do have those. Some of them are deaf. I am one of them. Uh, like we, you know, get something with uh, subtitles dubbed or getting records sent out that are made with braille. So, you know, we have, we are actually reaching out to other people in this country that are sick of the way things are going. And we need to quit forgetting that everybody is a libertarian, even these people who feel like, you know, they have no home anymore. We've got you guys, we're gonna have your back. And even if I lose, the whole point of it is we're going to keep pushing throughout the years to build this network of activists and get them something that will be accessible and usable for the foreseeable future. If somebody comes along that does better. And I hope they do. I wanna help establish this foundation for somebody to improve on, not leave a legacy. That, that would be silly. I don't think this needs to die. I don't think this movement needs to die. And that is the one thing I did want to say that I've told myself I would work in there. I don't want to see this movement die. And I'm very proud of everybody that has stuck around so far. It's what you do whenever things are going bad. You go back to the roots, you go back to the foundation. And unfortunately, this party hasn't built a foundation after all these years. So we're going to go back and we're going to build that foundation. Fair enough. So I know Archie wanted to get to something earlier. Archie, you want to chime in still? Floating Archie head. Well, yeah. Um... I just wanted to say this. Uh, John wasn't all that specific. He just said, hey, Smith is coming on the podcast. So I have a ton of questions for Josh and Dave. Um, just just, just putting that out there, you know. But thank you for coming on. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here and see, you know, about 20% of you. Okay, what else do I got on my list? I, I actually did write some questions down as we got along. And, and Josh's questions anyways. And we'll just try and answer them. Yeah, I wanted to throw this out there. So you're, you're, in your pitch, you talk a lot about modernization and accessibility for, for people who are disabled or people with like few resources. Um, if I'm reading between the lines, are, are you saying that you uh, very much support um, digital conventions where possible? I think that uh, that absolutely falls under the purview of individual uh, uh, ownership and everything. If these state affiliates choose to have hybridization, if we get enough people representing the nation as a whole, we're only 26 people. We can't just sit here and make it our preference. If there are people that can't get there, if there's mobility issues, if there's financial issues and everything, I absolutely do think that we should be able to do digital conventions. And should we run into something that is a problem with the bylaws, then by God, that needs to be addressed. Um, in that same vein, if there are bylaws changes and things like that, it needs or that or suggestions as we have to vote on them at these bylaw uh, conventions and everything, 
we need to sit there and uh, actually get a list of what the proposed ones are. We need to have a preset uh, time that we need to vote on. We've seen it right now, like the, the email votes they're doing now. Something that simple could happen to help streamline and keep things moving while we work on getting off of things like Google Groups and other <laughs> other issues that are other things that are causing issues in terms of communicating with the membership or getting things done for the sake of the membership. So, That's so I, I would say that would be a pretty accurate read between the lines. <laughs> so this might be a little bit of a tough one, but as secretary, would you monetize YouTube videos where you scream about people? I do not have the knowledgeable capability. I don't use YouTube a lot. So I, even if I did, um, if I was getting monetized for something I put on camera, it sure as hell is going to be for $14.99 an hour. So we'll put it that way. Uh, Fair <laughs> enough. So, okay, actually, I'll let I'll open the floor up to other questions before I keep monopolizing. But if no one else has anything, I'm ready to go. Oh, I was hoping that you could actually uh, engage with this comment. Do you pledge to dye your hair in eye-stabbing shade for attention? Only, uh, only if uh, I get to take a vote on what color I should dye my hair. <laughs> I feel like the delegates need to make that decision. That's fair. I've been taking that for it. So, yeah, my hair has been 50 different colors in the last three months. So I've taken on that burden. Okay. So yeah, uh, Caitlin, is, I am living vicariously through Caitlin right now. Okay. So there was the whole, I, I probably don't have to get into the details of this because I feel like everyone knows about this, but there was the whole libertarian party of New Hampshire. Uh, I guess shit show is the best way to describe it recently. This is a very broad question, but what was your take on what went down and how it should have been handled, especially if you want to address it from the purview of like how a secretary should handle should handle it? So I was at the Libertarian Party of Florida's convention <laughs> this whole past weekend. Um, <laughs> I had heard whispering something was going down like two weeks prior, as far as like what New Hampshire's Twitter was doing and everything like that. I didn't think anything of it because let's face it we are a third party we don't have the luxury of like if something's going down that it really is impactful so i foolishly wrote it off as like more libertarians arguing again that's something new um i didn't realize the whole gravity of the situation until i finally got to the airport in orlando on tuesday or no monday morning and i was sitting there reading through everything and just going through the lists and yeah so my whole take on it was um, there were some foolish mistakes made. There were absolutely some uh, stupid decisions to made. And uh, that goes all around, not just towards one side of the fact fight or anything like that. That stupid decisions were made by people all around and this entire party is paying for it right now. Um, and I think that this needs to be for those who steal their nerves and push through, this is a valuable lesson that I personally have taken with me to this race, and I think this membership needs to take it as well. That's um, fair enough. That being said, uh, my whole take is um, <laughs> this should have never left the state of New Hampshire. So, Archie, what do you think about that being, because uh, I just want to ask you, because you're like right next to New Hampshire and you're state chair, so I want to put you on the spot for a second. Uh, so you want me to expound on my thoughts on the whole New Hampshire? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, sure. Um, I think that as of right now, we don't have enough facts, actual, you know, established facts to judge most of what's happened. I think that the LNC list is blown up beyond all belief. It's, it's, I kept track of it last summer. Um, during the physical and virtual conventions, and it's popping off more than it did then, or at least it certainly feels like it is. Uh, we have three people that have resigned. We have other people being spoken of that are thinking of resigning. We have people being voted off possibly and others being called to be voted off. Shit show is, is a, uh, 
it is apt, but it is not sufficient to describe just the, the, the whole magnitude of this. I do think that the LNC has definitively crossed a boundary. I don't think that was Joe Bishop Henchman that did that. I think it was Karen Ann with her investigatory videos where one of those videos, okay, if it had been any other major caucus chair that was on that XCOM video, every Mises caucus person would be screaming about it. But because it was Heiss, it's okay. Well, that's, you know, that's, 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 I feel that's objectively wrong and objectively um, biased. The, the whole video is a farce. Um, also, the way they interviewed Gilletta. I mean, neither of those things should have happened the way they did. Like, there should have been an investigation. There should still be an investigation, but not the way that Karen Ann, quote, handled it, unquote. Okay, that's fair. Are you going to be running for chair, Archie? I am. Of Vermont, not, you know, just to make sure that's clear. <laughs> yeah, you had me for a second there. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, do we have an announcement? I was like, shit, hold on. No, I have questions. <laughs> yeah. I was scared, like, no, 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 no. I don't want to like, touch the LNC right now. I mean, it seems like a lot of people don't at this point, but I, I don't blame them. No, um, no. What else do I have on this uh, new question list? So, Tyler, do you condemn bigotry as irrational and repugnant? Be a softball Absolutely, or but I would also like to add on it's stupid, and I ain't got time for it. So, that's um, about right. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I can, I, I'm, I'm sure that's going to be like fun. Like, you know, I'm very familiar with fakeotarians and their following. I, I, that'll be fun later, uh, later on down the road, but. At the end of the day, I don't have time for it. You can hate me all you want. I care about this movement, and that's what I'm going to focus on. So you want to be upset and focus on your uh, irrational viewpoints of the world that damage your fragile worldview. That's absolutely fine. I've got work to do to make it better for all of us, even your stupid ass. So, uh, <laughs> well, Talon Pomeroy on here thinks you're brave, so. Bigotry is not cash money. I appreciate it. I try to be, but you know, sometimes a spider comes along and then it's uh, it's all yeah, over. Sorry, guys. No problem. <laughs> Where are you gonna say, Caitlin? The bigotry is not cash money and will be yeeted. But that's not Fair a enough. campaign. <laughs> <laughs> that should be like the slogan. <laughs> and will be yeeted. Oh, okay. I got another softball for you. Uh, do you think it's okay to sexually harass fifteen-year-olds? No. Oh shit! Okay, I, it took me a second. I had to register <laughs> in relation to. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't even leave my apartment, much less talk to anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I no, I, uh, you know, objectively speaking, no, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay. For anyone interested in that, we're having Jeremy Kaufman on two weeks from now. It's totally unrelated to my question, but. Can I actually say something on yeah. that point? Um, I'm going to give props to the the uh, Smith, uh, whose first name is Dave, for um, actually uh, tweeting against that whole thing because he 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 actually he he shut that down. He shut that particular. I think he was talking to Nick Ashley, maybe. Um, yeah, he was. Memory serves. He shut that Nick down the way he should have shut the other Nick down. Speaking of Nick Ashley, we can I can shit talk him for a second because he was uh, he was like doing that he's do he does that thing where he likes to kind of threaten people a little bit, but he's like, oh man, can't wait to see you in person. Like when they like like kind of critics of his, he was doing that to me on a on a Josh Smith video the other night, and he was like, yeah, maybe I'll have my friends film it, and I was like, oh yeah, man, can't wait to see you. But that's that's totally unrelated. Then I don't like that guy. I'm not asking Tyler to take a, a Nick Ashley position. Okay. Um, I don't follow Dave enough to know whether I like him or not. I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> I've been asked about it a few times. I'm like, I don't know enough about the guy to decide if I do or not. Like, you know, that's just where I'm at. Well, if we're, if we're talking about Dave, uh, echoing off what Archie said about how Dave uh, attacked Nick Ashley on that, 
it kind of made me think of that the worst person you know just made a great point meme. That's that's my statement on it. I was really happy to see him come out against that shit. That was really nice. Yeah, it'd be nice if he'd do that more, but I don't want to turn this into Dave Smith podcast because I feel like that's like all our other podcasts. I mean, we can we can talk about it, but <laughs> that's one of the primary topics on this show, isn't it? it is. I don't want to get Tyler in trouble. We already got like David. We fight. got, we got bigger and better things to talk about with yeah. with his race. Yeah. So. Tyler, are you involved in any kind of activism outside? Like what, or I, I mean, I know you are, but outside of the secretary race, what kind of activism have you been involved in? So um, I'm hoping that uh, we we fill up a little bit more for the end of the year, but uh, as uh, the next couple of months press on, I'm not just doing conventions. I do conventions mostly to help out uh, back up outright and the Libertarian Party Radical Caucus, but um, I've also been working, trying to get some, uh, affiliates that are across this country. I got to sit in and talk to uh, Chicago's uh, Libertarian Party about some of the stuff they're wanting to do for Pride and in the future. Um, I just recently got back from uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, helping out the LPTN Nashville region, do some homeless outreach and pound the pavement. And we coordinated with other states uh, like Rent DeRitter of North Carolina. I'm we had two, uh, we had Gavin Goodman and Danielle Champ uh, from LP Alabama that drove up to help out with that. So that was a multi-state endeavor. Um, in July, I'm going up to Boston to take part of the, uh, uh, to take part in the Liberty Rally that the Boston LP affiliate has put together. And I think if I remember right, I could be uh, mistaken, but I think they've got 26 different organizations that are, uh, government reform or liberty oriented that are uh, participating in this uh, in Boston on July 5th. Um, I regrettably was unable to make it to Alabama last night for their pride event that they were having. Um, I, I've already discussed it with people there uh, that I apologize for not being able to, but everything that's been going on, on top of working close to 50 to 60 hours a week, I uh, <laughs> sometimes just can't make it to things. and. Um, so that, uh, yeah, we've got, uh, I think I'm going to be at Michigan next weekend. I'm going to be in uh, Illinois next, when is Illinois? October. I'm going to be in Illinois October. Um, South Carolina and Hawaii, I know I'm going to be at. Um, we are definitely doing a lot of uh, planning and coming? working and networking. I'm sorry. I thought you said something, Caitlin, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we're doing a lot, we're doing a lot of networking and uh, getting in touch with affiliates. And you guys, with your affiliates, if you guys have got something going on, please let me know. Like, you know, this is what I live to do. This is why I'm working with Caitlin in Arizona and everybody that's part of this team to actually get us connected and get us backing each other up. So, hey Tyler, I do have a serious question. Yes. What's what's the best way for either a chair or XCOM member? or anyone planning their um, state conventions to get in touch with you? Um, so I have uh, an email and a uh, website, I believe, listed on my personality page. Um, that said, I am very easily reached uh, through Facebook Messenger. Um, <laughs> and if anybody needs my email, it's really easy. It's tylerasmith at live.com. Um, I check it every day. Uh, I try to keep it clean because uh, I'm a little bit OCD when it comes to uh, order and having everything uh, nice and neat. Um, so uh, yeah, let me know uh, if you want me to come and help out. I'm pretty sure I have my phone number listed somewhere too. I just cannot for the life of me remember. And I'm kind of glad because I do know there are certain followers of y'all that uh, would love that information right now. And I, I don't mind being contacted, but at least give me a chance to get a little bit halfway down my bottle of bourbon before we start the harassment calls. So, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I, I, I will uh, get uh, an email put out uh, into the private chat uh, and we will, if you guys want, you can let that post up somewhere in order to get a hold of me because I do have my personal email and then I have my campaign email. So, yes. So the the peep for the people who are we're looking to harass Tyler, you can harass us instead. So uh, send your complaints and death threats to fakertarians at gmail.com. But um, 
How much does George Soros pay you for month? Per month? Not enough. Yeah. So that's I, I that's feel that. Not not enough. I mean, I, I keep trying to get a hold of him, but he doesn't know how to use his new smartphone. Yeah, it's just it's been difficult. And I don't speak Hungarian, so that's been a problem. Well, there's your push for technology. You can you can work on Soros. Right, right? right. real time translation. <laughs> so. Okay, what have we got in the comments right now? Let's see. Anyone have any questions in the comments? Well, James Ogle said, go Radical Caucus number one. So he's excited about that. You're, you're not a female name, though, so that's going to be a little tough. But uh, what else do we got here? If anyone has any other questions, they can feel free to chime in while I'm going through the comments right now. I guess no one's gonna no one's gonna save me here. All right. Um, yeah. Hey, so sorry. Tyler, you said that you you said that you kind of came to libertarianism through through the military. You want to talk more about that? So um, yeah, I can. Uh, so when I went to Afghanistan, there was a lot of things that were going on. I was working uh, at that time. I was something called a weapons troop in the Air Force. Uh, for anybody that needs the AFSC who might be a veteran, uh, 2W1X1. Um, I essentially made bombs go boom. Uh, our funny little motto was... Uh, <laughs> uh, Without us, it's just another airliner. Um, so, and another joke we would make is, if you see us running, you better run faster. Um, but so, essentially, I worked uh, arming wire, fusing bombs, uh, uh, doing uh, flight line assembly of certain bombs that had to come in sections and loading them on to their components on the aircraft and testing the operations and the ma and maintaining the. Uh, uh, bomb racks, missile launchers, everything like that, that were attached to the jet itself. Um, with that came with like, you know, sometimes we get to sit there and watch the uh, infrareds of the results of our late or the fruits of our labor, as it were. Uh, that started to bother me a little bit on a just, I, maybe it's because I just have a weak constitution. I don't know. I could be a pussy. That could be a factor. Um, but uh, that, 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 that was, that, that's actually been a criticism I received. Um, but no, uh, it, it was it was a little bit of a morally grating uh, experience to sit there and watch videos like that. And then on top of that, I started actually having to go to uh, the on-base hospital over there, or the field hospital, I guess is what you, and uh, for some sleep problems I was having. And then uh, they offered, the, the way it worked at Bagram of all places, and again, any military familiar person, uh, yes, it's the resort in Afghanistan for military members. But um, we were, uh, we had opportunities to volunteer and work in the hospital and stuff like that. And just seeing some of the uh, aforementioned fruits of labor in real time after they happened, it uh, pushed me to start researching about our involvement in the Middle East. And then it just, it, it led down a rabbit hole. Libertarianism began in, a, began in a rabbit hole for me. So um, that's really all I'm going to extrapolate on for that part. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, good. So, I just want to throw out there that me personally, if someone calls me a pussy, I take it as a compliment. There you go. That's the way to think about it. So you touched on the Radical Caucus earlier. Would you like to, um, I want to open the floor up to give you a little bit of like a recruitment pitch for it. So, for you to make one. I'm sorry. Uh, my so you touched, yeah, you touched on the radical caucus earlier. Would you like to give like a recruitment pitch for the caucus, sir? Well, um, given the regrettable circumstances that one of the other recruiting factors of this party has decided to officially dissolve, um, and another particular one earlier this year had a bit of an implosion problem um, and some structural, or <laughs> I guess some restructuring, as it were. Uh, the Radical Caucus is uh, one, uh, two, one of now the uh, two uh, players in the Libertarian Party as far as uh, finding your home, ideologically speaking. And that ideology for the Radical Caucus is uh, holding true to the principles of the Libertarian Party 
as well as the libertarian philosophy. We are absolutely proponents of self, uh, uh, self-ownership and under that umbrella self-expression, we do support the inherent rights of defense uh, to, uh, <laughs> to pretty much own what you want, procure what you want. And we absolutely uh, personify the non-aggression principle uh, in that we do not get involved with a lot of the ideological warfare. Our understanding is we all came to this party. We are all going to be allies. And if you want to jeopardize that alliance between liberty lovers everywhere, we don't have time to work with you. We will work with the ones that want to get shit done. So uh, that is, and I say that I am the outreach director. So I am a little bit biased, as you said, uh, but I, if even if there are things that you know you're unclear of or might have an issue with, and understanding that there have been some negative interactions with some of our members. I understand that as well. I've, hell, our own members have negative interactions with each other in our own chats. So it's, it's going to happen. But at the end of the day, we do try to get out just like Outright does, just like I have been trying to do. We, they, we always try to get out to the other conventions and learn how we can help with the party and how we can help with membership and uh, keeping this movement alive. Well, yeah, it's nice to see someone from a caucus like acknowledge and take responsibility for negative interactions because you miss that with some other caucuses sometimes. But yeah, it's, it sounds like a good time there. So speaking of the pragmatic caucus just dissolving, um, they're not dead. Uh, they're talk of possibly restarting the Prag caucus in a different light and in a different name. So stay tuned and follow me. I'm doing a thing. So, Prags aren't dead. That's fun. I've seen that movie. No, it's cool. So like everything that Prags were doing, first building, it's it's a lot of the stuff that we're doing with your campaign, and I want to I want to bring that back in caucus form. And I know that there are a lot of negative stereotypes and elements to the Prag Caucus just over time. Um, I want to shed all that and I guess have a new Prag Caucus. But not because wow. I, I there was a thing with Prags where it was you think that Prags and radicals are at odds with each other and they're not like I'm pragmatically radical and a lot of people are and it has nothing to do with ideology like there is a pragmatic ideology pragmatism whatever but this is more about strategy and actually getting elected I want to build out you know resources and and a community of people to help others get. And I want to bring that part of the in a new form. So we're going to be doing that. I'm working with a couple people to get that restarted. But it's got nothing to do with technology. It's got nothing to do with, oh, like, we're just going to temper our... I, I don't give a fuck about milk. Toast like, I work with Vermin Supreme. Like, I'm not about to go out and push milk toast messaging. There's nothing to do with that. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. Just fair warning. We're still going to be unapologetically libertarian and bold in our messaging. Uh, we just, you know, we have the other fist balled up with the nuance and explanation of the bold messaging. We don't like to leave it standalone. Like, never mind. Yeah, like you're not just like so, tweeting out just the old Civil Rights Act or something. And then you're. I, I was going to say bold messaging. Isn't that like saying that uh, we've reversed the party's position on Gitmo? I mean, that's bold, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, I personally have not reversed anything. And uh, the, if I remember correctly, as far as uh, the person that levied that uh, nice little um, <laughs> invite into misconception of what we stand for, uh, I don't think I've ever really gotten along with him anyway. I never met. I met him once and he blocked me over something else on another thing where i was just trying to be sarcastic and anybody that interacts with me i'm just i'm a goofball i will i will throw some snappy snarky combats just to be funny and this particular person that rails against snowflakes took it to heart and blocked me so um we'll see how it goes maybe our relationship can be healed um i'm very determined to make that happen as you can see oh yeah uh, you're, but, you're working on it yeah, so are you talking about Quiznos? I like Subway. Uh, I definitely prefer Subway to Quiznos if we're talking that Quiznos. All right, uh, so I, yeah. I won't get you in any anybody trouble. else here blocked by Quiznos. He didn't block me. 
I think I am. I don't care. I, he hasn't tweeted at me in a long time, so I'm okay if he hasn't blocked me. He hasn't, like, threatened to have Eric July beat you up. I know he likes to do that. I was the target of the single moms to get Mo. That was fun. But he didn't block me. So, uh, Tyler, do you consider Nick Fuentes a fellow traveler? Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to elaborate on no. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Ask, ask me that's after the answer. podcast to elaborate. <laughs> Very firm answer. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to not, not like beating around the bush or saying you were misquoted or something. Right. No, no, that perception is to be changed. I would have to, uh, not that I, like, again, I'm not eager to ever sit down with anybody hell bent on just wanting an argument for argument's sake. If he decides he wants to change that, I got to talk to Justin and Josh for about an hour this past weekend in Florida. I got to sit down with Mama Joe for two hours. You know, if you want to change my perception, that's how you do it. And you actually, you know, come with uh, genuine means to have a discussion, not to try and corral or pigeonhole somebody into a way of uh, thinking or <laughs> mis, uh, uh, purporting misconceptions of what they stand for or who they are. That's a big reason, again, that I also don't, like, people are, get, are frustrated with me, but I don't engage in the fighting because we all see it. Everybody likes to, you know, go and take things out of context and be ridiculous and I don't have time for that. I have work to do. And if you're going to try and damage my work because of some petty disagreement that we have, and in some cases, ideological ones that are absolutely uh, giving way to statism and uh, government oppression, yeah, I don't want to be around you. So um, that's where I'm going to be with that. So no, I don't consider him one. And he is more than welcome to try and change that perception. Uh, but we'll see. I don't. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Just to be honest. What did you talk to Joe Jorgensen about for two hours? Uh, twenty twenty. <laughs> um, I was, and don't get me wrong, there were several people on her staff that I was friends with. I lived right up the road from her. Uh, there, there just there was a a lot of things that I said. I was like, I'm just saying, if you choose to run again, uh, I. Miss Murphy, I absolutely agree. That was part of what I discussed with him. Um, but uh, the <laughs> shit, I lost my train of thought. I just saw Melissa's comment pop up. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> incidentally. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that being said, uh, I talked to her a little bit. I was like, if you're planning on buying again, if you want to do something like that, uh, you need to not have a median age of people that have demonstrated they don't understand how how messaging advances in terms of disseminating information and everything like that it's great that you had a twitter it's great that you had a facebook but there are other ways that are developing now i asked i was like have you even heard of clubhouse have you decided to jump on there and talk with people you know and you actually not your staff or somebody doing it for you have you actually you know taken the time to listen to people who are uh, out there in the field and working with activists and not just, and I did allude to the, uh, because I can see Caitlin over there fuming. I did allude to certain things. I was like, maybe don't fire people who are actually uh, uh, registering. There are different mindsets and ways that people are actually <laughs> communicating. You know, you, you don't have to be a verbin supreme and be wild and crazy and all about love and compassion and stuff like that. You can have that serious political demeanor, but you have to understand you're only going to attract the certain types of people that you did. And I mean, I kind of, I kind of want to see Jorgensen run with a boot on her head in 2024. There's a no, lot of you have to put a stiletto boot on Joe's head. I totally didn't make them myself. No, it was a really good, by the end of it, like, it was a really good conversation. And it was like, I feel like there was definitely, because she also changed my perception on her because I had only interacted since she got the nomination with just people on her staff who did not like me. And for personal reasons, nothing political. That happens, right? Um, I can work with somebody I absolutely despise on a personal level, but I, uh, but I, if their end goal is working with me to help 
everybody else out. That's fine. That said, I don't know who I was actually talking to at that point now. So that cleared some air between us. And there were there was a time where I was uh, actively saying I will actively campaign against Jorgensen. And I would like to go on the record and say I apologize for that now because now I now come to realize that I may not have been talking to the woman herself. I was probably talking to somebody who was behaving with ulterior motives on her staff. So that's fair. So does anyone have any other questions before I? Yeah, I have one. I'll be right back. Um, I have a question for you, Tyler. Uh, as far as I know, right now, there is only one declared candidate for LNC chair in 22. And I would like to hear your thoughts on Angela McArdle. So <laughs> I got to talk to her a little bit down there, too. It was mostly just trivial stuff talking about, like, uh, you know, vendor table and everything. She, uh, was excited to see that the radicals had some representation there in Florida. Um, there have been, the nicest way to put it, I think there has been one or two gaffes that have actually caught my eye. Uh, one regarding a particular individual, and it's no secret I don't like this particular individual uh, uh, being Hotep Jesus or uh, I forget his, uh, Brian Sharp. That's his real name, I believe. Brian Sharp, yep. Yeah, it's Brian, Brian Sharp. Sharp. Yeah, uh, it was revolving around that when she was in Alabama, when where I was elsewhere. I don't remember where I went that weekend. Um, but uh, there was a response that was absolutely, it left a lot to be desired, I think. But nice. I don't, I don't have um, enough interaction with her, be it online or in person, to really throw out what I think uh, of her character. Um, I don't know how she would perform as chair due to that same fact, because I just, like I said, I've been so busy. Like if you see me on Facebook playing around and making dumb statuses about food, I'm probably already a six pack in, um, so, like, because that's what I do with my time off. I like to sit there and have my six pack and just be nice. But, you know, like, like kind of like you, John, but there's no gym near me. So I have to settle for the beer. Um, <laughs> So like yeah, so it's it's one of those things. It's it's I don't know enough to comment about what I think how I think she would do as chair. Um, that said, I'm not so sure that she will be the only one left standing at Reno, uh, just because of whisperings. I'm sure some of you all have heard um, coming out of Northeast uh, that there's uh, been some out of the Midwest of people who are potentially going to run. I'm interested in what they'll bring to the table. My job is solely to make sure that this party stays on track administratively. So, Okay, so do you have anything we haven't touched on today that you want to talk about? Um, hopefully we haven't gotten you in too much trouble today. So we're going to try to keep it like that, but is there anything... I mean, people come in my inbox all the time. If you guys get me in trouble, they'll come again, and it's fine. Um, I, I, I have guesstimating here i could go through them i do get people that think i'm taking a slam against them or be, i'm a natural goofball i my my sole goal is liberty and unity at this point and i know we've heard that before but you know i actually say it and don't want to use it as a vehicle to uh, uh manipulate i do want people to start working together because that is the only way we're saving the movement and that include uh, that includes you know yes even the trans individuals, the gay ones, the, uh, you know, black, Asian ones, everything like that. We do have to get along and work together with them. We even have to work with some of them that are just personally just straight up assholes. And they're going to be. I am one of those. If you piss me off, that's the thing. There's going to be people you don't like. The end goal is still the same, is getting government out of our lives, stopping the oppression and the manipulation of the people. And that is my only fucking goal. If you can do that, then come talk to me. Get in my inbox. I put the emails there in the private chat for us to share out. And you know, get with me. Like I, I you, you may have a perception of me that's completely untrue. And about eighty percent of these people I get in my inboxes all the time that come at me sideways. By the end of it, we're sitting there and 
we're either one i'm apologizing for the misconception that i've insulted them in some way or they they've apologized to me for coming in hot because they've been dealing with this drama for the past year and a half we're all stressed out that's one thing that everybody needs to remember we're all stressed out trust me i have given into it a, a few times myself over the past couple of weeks and just went ham using <laughs> using my favorite curse words uh, that I wouldn't normally use in my capacity, but it's gotten to the point we're all stressed out. We're going to be at each other's throats. We need to sit back and take a minute. And I'm pulling from Berman Supreme's handbook here. And remember, we all came to this movement for the same reason. And I believe, well, most of us came to this movement for the same reason. And I believe that that can be uh, reestablished. So. Nice. So uh, does anyone have any other questions before we wrap up? I'm going to take that as a no. Okay, well, thanks. Thank you, Tyler, for coming on. If you want to give, you kind of just gave a closing statement, but if you want to give, like, another closing statement, you're welcome to. Don't Maybe forget to plug your social stuff. media. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Um, I, God, I got so many now. Uh, so my social media is under Tyler Smith. You can find anybody on here uh, that that's on Facebook. I'm probably on their friend list somewhere. And plus, my page is public. Uh, my personality page is Tyler Smith, uh, activist, anarchist, libertarian. Um, that one's easier to find. Uh, you'll see me sharing from my own page. You can get that. Uh, I believe my Instagram is at Tyler4Sec22. Uh, I'm verifying that right now. Uh, I'm not on there as much, but most of the time, it's just pictures from travel and what we're doing and what. Uh, uh, what activists are doing across the country. Yeah, it's Tyler Four, the number four, set 22. Uh, Twitter, I'm sassy underscore radical. And uh, I do have float and MeWe. I'm never on there though. So I mean, if you want to hunt me down, my MeWe uh, backslash is amazing. And that's the only reason I haven't gotten rid of it. It's uh, Tyler Smith slash 1312. Um, uh, <laughs> I swear to God, it was what they it. assigned me. And I was like, I can't get rid of this profile now. So yeah, and then I don't remember what it is. I'll have to look, but uh, yeah, uh, any of that social media is where you can follow me on. As far as a closing statement, um, I like to say it a lot, but let's get to work. If we're going to save the movement and we're going to uh, break the duopoly stranglehold and these bunch of oppressive statist assholes that are trying to, uh, <laughs> keep us down and divide us, then uh, I don't, I'm not going to uh, be rude, but you can kindly move out of the fucking way because we've got work to do. Well, it's good to see someone use that slogan who actually means it. But um, thanks again to Tyler for coming on the podcast and everyone else. We'll see you again in two weeks. Oh my God. I just got Navy.